Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey guys, it's Kendallin here. I just wanted to come in really quickly and say, first of all, thank you guys so much for listening to us, for being great supporters of our podcast. We really appreciate you. The episode that you're about to listen to was recorded in front of a live audience and we had a panel and that was our first time doing anything like that. For that reason, the audio is a little off. However, it does not take away from how great the conversation is. We know you will still enjoy this show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey Kim. Hey Brian. Girl, what's up? So yesterday we attended an event that was super amazing. Yeah, it was like, it was really fun. Yeah. So it was called Purpose and PJ's mm-hmm. Vision Board Party. Yep. Hosted by Erin at Favorite Furls mm-hmm. and Hope at Hope and Her. Yeah. Two amazing women. Two amazing and awesome women. They were like, just phenomenal yeah two great organizations absolutely look it up guys check them out mm-hmm. yeah so yesterday we had a panel we talked about god's purpose for our life and there was an audience and there was just good vibes and a lot of conversation so let's listen in we want to introduce the panel to you guys really quickly so we will start with aaron who is the founder of favorite bros which is a faith faith-based brand that, created, that was created to provide spiritual encouragement for women and girls. She is also uh, one half of the mastermind behind this event tonight. Hey, Erin. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have uh, Miss Kimberly Sproul, who is a lawyer, teacher, mentor, motivational speaker, and published author of Grace for Purpose. Hey, Kim. Hello, ladies. All right, and last but certainly not least, the other half of uh, the mastermind of this event, we have Hope, founder of Hope and Her, which is an organization that focuses on the healing of women of color who have survived traumatic events. Hey, Hope. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? Good. Good. Good deal. So basically, um, tonight our conversation is centered around what's in the title, um, Purpose, more specifically God. Uh, driven purpose you know so Aaron this is your brain baby uh where did the idea come from and why did you think it was important um so um I hosted a vision board party last year and so I was like I gotta have another one this year but you know I was like what kind of you know I like to do themes and so the first thing that came to mind was purpose and pajamas I thought it was a cute idea and last year I really um was adamant about walking in my purpose and God's purpose for my life and so I, I wanted to definitely um, you know, ha- have that discussion at the vision board party. I always like to have a little topic of discussion for the vision board party. So we have, we kind of leave out with something different. Um, not everybody thinks that way when they're creating their vision boards or just heading into the new year. You just kind of walking blindly with it. So just to talk about um, listening for um, our purpose from God, because there's a difference between, 
you know, just doing what you want to do and what you desire and then what God has for you. So I just wanted to discuss that and, you know, make it plain. Yeah. How did you connect with Hope? What did you do? Um, I was thinking the same thing. I know. We We actually met online. I'm trying to, I think, what, through Facebook and uh, like one of our business groups? For this group? I mean, for this. Well, I mean, that's how. For this event or just period? Uh, for this oh. and this period, how did y'all meet? I have no idea. She just you popped up. Yeah, we just literally <laughs> popped up. Like, hey, girl, and we just became friends on Facebook. And oh, Hope asked me to. That's what it was. Well, no, before I became then, a contributor for your blog. Yeah, but you were already following me on Facebook, and I was freaked out by that. But you no, you <laughs> sent me the friend request. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> met on Facebook. <laughs> we met on Facebook, and I saw that she was asking for contributors for her blog. So I applied. She welcomed me. I wrote a post, and she invited me to, um, after my first post, she invited me to speak at an event. And so um, after that, um, she was like, "Can we, we should collaborate with something. How did, did that conversation happen? I don't know. Girl, I don't, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, y'all sound like this. You know, you know. It literally was. So she was like, we should collaborate with something. Because she was in Baton Rouge with her event. We should do something in New Orleans. I was like, well, I was thinking about, you know, doing this uh, vision board party. And she was like, okay. And then that's why we just kind of connected and just collaborated with ideas. And here it is. And I host, hoping her host, Girl Talks. Um, we have two types of Girl Talks. We have a Girl Talk 101, which is college-based. I tried to play with, like, the college what's that class school whatever um <laughs> and then we have the regular girl talks where for, for girls or not girls but young adult women outside of college who you know they can't make it to college campuses or things like that so we host them at like local libraries and things like that and so I felt like this would be a perfect girl talk type of event and so I was like hey can we do both mm-hmm. and that's how we birthed girl talk purpose in pajamas yeah I feel like that's your word right there. It is always good to collaborate, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we think, oh, like, I'm going to do this on my own. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's yes. so good to get together because, you know, two are, is definitely better than one. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You never know what can come out of it. So, Hope, I have a question for you. Because you have a mental health background, you know, every time the year is about to start over, we always revisit, like, oh, I have to eat right again. I have to go to the gym. And lately, vision boards have been one of those big, like, phenomenons, mm-hmm. like, vision board parties mm-hmm. popping up everywhere why do you think like people are just so interested in doing that over and over again well i believe january is the year for renewing so it's the new year people feel like they can start over obviously they're starting over with the new year so that's the perfect time if you want to if you may have fallen off at later in the previous year it's a good time to just Take a breather and start over again. Whatever you're trying to do, whether it's lose weight, whether it's to eat healthier, save money, I don't know, make new friends, things like that. So New Year's is always the perfect time to start your new beginnings, even if you've started that over and over and over again. <laughs> um, so I think just January is one of those times where, you know, there's a renewal of your spirit because you've gone through the year, you've celebrated the holidays, you've had your new year, and now it's like, okay, I'm fresh, I'm renewed, I'm rejuvenated, let's get it started. And so I think that's why vision boards are so popular, especially in January. Yeah, and we did an episode last week where we were talking about New Year saying God. Mm. So, you know, you really don't have to wait until January to refresh your spirit. No. 
A new, a refresher. It's life, you know, living is hard, yep. you know, sometimes. So I think vision boards are excellent, especially you can see them all the time. You know, I have two. I started doing them two years ago, and so every day I wake up, and I'm looking at my vision boards, and I'm reminding myself of the things I said about myself or whatever I'm trying to speak into my life. So I think those things are perfect. Um, mm -hmm. But going more into purpose itself, uh, so Kim, you wrote a book, yes. Grace by Purpose. Grace for purpose. purpose. Yes, yes, me. So, what what do you think? Uh, what is purpose? Purpose is um, the reason why something is created. In this case, it's the reason why we are created. Um, none of us are here by happenstance or mistake. It's not a coincidence that you were born, um, despite the situation and how you got here. And so, God has purpose for all of us. And it's not necessarily what we want to do, it's what he wants us to do. And when we can realize that and recognize it, then I believe this thing that we call life, this journey that we're on, this daily journey, uh, becomes a lot easier because it's not our will, but God's will. Yeah. So that's purpose. Yeah. How did you uh, discover your purpose? When did, when did it, the light go off and say... This is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, it came at a time where um, I had gotten myself, i say, into some trouble. Mm -hmm. Very traumatic uh, incident happened to me. And a lot of times, you know, we do our thing the way we want to do it for so long, and then we just get fed up. And we say, you know what, Lord, I'm just really going to submit to your will for my life. And it was at that point. I was at my lowest of lows, and... I needed a lot from God. You know, I needed healing. I needed deliverance. And um, I just needed him to fill me up again. And um, it's during those times where, or for me, that was a time where I said, okay, I got to change my, my mindset about things. I need to change uh, the way I do things. And I just really wanted to just get in his face and stay there and be in his presence. And that's what I wanted. And it was in that, that quiet time, just me and him, no one to talk to. You know, it was just me and him, and that's when, at that time, and going through that process, he revealed to me that my purpose, his purpose for my life is to help others discover his purpose for their lives. Not your own purpose, his purpose. Why do you feel like we run from our purpose, in your opinion? That's a good question. <laughs> I think because, and this can, all you guys can answer, when you... You realize that you're here for, you're not here for yourself. Your life is not your own, and you understand that there's going to change. Yeah. That's why we run, because we don't want to change. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, we like the sin we're in. We like yeah. what we're doing. It feels good, mm -hmm. and, you know, that type of thing, and we don't want to give it up. But you know that in order to operate in purpose, you cannot live a reckless life. You cannot live any way you want to live and think that you're going to fulfill purpose. So we don't want to change. And I think that's why we run, and we're not ready. Oh, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. But then what happens when time runs out? You live an unfulfilled life, and that's not why God put us here on the earth. Can I chime in for a second? So um, if you guys are familiar with Hope and Hair, you know when I launched Hope and Hair, I did a three-part um, three blog, and it talked about running from my purpose. And I feel like in my situation, I ran out of fear out of fear because I'd never seen an example of what 
I was supposed to do. And out of fear of knowing if I was good enough to do it, and out of fear of knowing, like, well, how am I going to get there? How will I get there, you know? Because I didn't have the example. I came from a long line of very strong women, but also women who made very bad decisions, um, whether it was in relation to myself or just themselves. So I didn't know how to start. And so even people outside of my family, just people I met, um, whether it was through my job or on the street or just random people, they would tell me, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I would be like, no, this that, that's not me, you know? Um, even one of my um, older managers told me, you know, she's, he told me, he said, well, you know, you're going to be in ministry one day and you're going to really talk to people and help people heal. And I'm like, psh. I'm 22 years old. I still drink. What do you mean? I don't know how to preach to people. Are you crazy? I'm mean, you know, so people are not going to like me. And so he was like, Hope, calm down. I didn't mean you're going to be a preacher or anything. I didn't tell you that's the way it's going to look, but just know that you're going to use whatever pain you've gone through to help minister to other people. And so I didn't understand it, understand that at that time, but I got confirmation after confirmation, even when I wasn't looking for it. Um, just random people, ministers that I didn't even know were ministers would come to me. Um, I'm not going to say, but um, just random people, and they would tell me the same thing. And I'm like, well, who are you? And they say, oh, well, I'm the head of the ministry at Adelaide of the Lake. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, so it, even though I tried to run away from it, I was constantly reminded, you know. So we run out of fear. We run out of not knowing how to start, you know, in my, in my opinion. So. Yeah. And I think, like, purpose is kind of one of those twofold conversations because you mm -hmm. do have those that are running and those that are trying to find it. And yeah. so both of those are like, ugh, how do you get there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think with the trying to find it, the issue is we have so much clutter around us that mm -hmm. we can't even see clearly was usually for the most part right in front of our faces. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you kind of know. Yeah, that I was like, I can, yeah, my situation was a little different because I desired to know what my purpose was. I desired to do something and be something great, but, you know, in the name of in the name of God. But I didn't know how, and I was put through so many situations in my life in the last, I'll say, five years. Mm -hmm. So many situations where it was like I was constantly being beat up, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't think I'm worthy enough to speak to anybody I don't I, you know I just I, I had the desire and there was constantly people in my life who were telling me the opposite well you can't do that because of this or you can't you know constantly being negative instead of lifting me up so it took for me when you talk about clarity it was one year I think it was 2015 I did my first Daniel fast mm -hmm. and it was for clarity and I found it and you know God was just talking to me and just saying like these situations that I put you through in your life they're all for a purpose yeah you know, and, and, and speak your truth. You know, there are people who need to hear your stories. There are people who, um, that you, you can listen to and vice versa. There's things that you need to write down right now or speak up about. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't do the speaking thing. You know, I'm very introverted and quiet, but I've done the opposite in the past two years, you know, and just uh, been very adamant about speaking up about topics that I've dealt with or writing about them. And or trying to have events like I, I can never imagine myself doing this right here, you know, and I've realized these situations that I've been in are for a purpose. You know, they made me stronger. And if they come, they come around again. I know how to handle them, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And um, I had mentioned this uh, on a live the other day. A friend of mine had she was talking about Adam and Eve and um, she mentioned how Eve's first sin 
was necessary for Christ dying on the cross. And so I, I was thinking about that, how even if, it does, if we're not here on this earth, when this glorious day happens, we, we, we went through this for a purpose, yeah. you know? And so I think about these detrimental things that happened to me in my life. Yeah, it hurt. I'm still healing. But it's for somebody else's healing as well. You know, our testimonies are always for someone else. So that's what I got out of it. I was trying to find what it is I can do. You know, I was just like, Lord, use me. I mean, I'm on my knees every day just finding clarity, just calling out, like, I want to be a vessel, but how? And that was revealed to me. So, yeah. Can I add to that? I'm sorry. But it kind of piggybacks off both. Off of what they both said, I know you talked about some people run from their purpose and some people run to their purpose. And I believe that even in my situation when I was running from my purpose, I was still seeking purpose. It just didn't look like what I wanted it to look like. And like Kim said, maybe I wasn't ready for that change. So I'm still, just like you, I'm seeking for my purpose. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? But people... I'm being told this is what you need to be doing, but I'm running from that. Right. And I'm trying to do what I think I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Prime example. Prime example. Um, this is also on my blog. I initially went to college for nursing. And I'm thinking this is what I should be doing. This is where I need to be. <laughs> and I made it to my senior year, one more semester, and I flunked out. And I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And before... Um, even growing up, and I told you about this, Kendallin, when I was like in third grade, I they, we had those projects where I said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote, didn't even know how to spell the name, but I said I wanted to be a psychologist. And I still have that little construction paper with psychologist misspelled and everything. <laughs> and so, you know, I flunked out of nursing school. And even during nursing school, I said, you know, I want to be a mental health nurse. I want to be the I want to be a pediatric mental health nurse. I wanted, I was creating all these categories to fit what I wanted to do knowing that that's not where God wanted me so it took me to be to experience the trauma it took me to have that failure to leave nursing school because I wouldn't have left even though it wasn't something I was really passionate about um it took for me for it to be snatched from me in order to go back to where I know I needed to be Mm -hmm. and then lo and behold it's just been glorious ever since I mean it hadn't been like no, it's been good. And that's one thing I was going to say. That's one thing about God. Like, his purpose is established, you know, like I said, before we're even formed in the womb. Exactly. And so, like like she said, you have this desire, and you go through it. Like, you almost graduated. But he's going to be like, nah, this is where I wanted you. You know, regardless of how far you may go or how happy you think you are, he's going to put you in a situation to where you got you to gotta make another turn, mm-hmm. you know. And, and regardless of what happens in your life or um, or people, what they say, whatever it is, it's going to be established. But at the end of the day, how, you know, as far as, you know, you saying, no, I don't want to do this or going the opposite direction each time, you're still going to end up where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah. And, that, and the road that you're going to end up in is not going to be the easiest because you decide not to listen. Right. But gonna you're going to end up where, there. yeah, you're going to yeah. end up where you need to be in the end. Yeah. I think purpose is one of those things that, Obviously, like you guys said, we all have it. We all have a purpose. It's just really kind of tapping in to that purpose. And I think for us sitting up here, it's a lot of it is kind of based in like helping people. But that's not everybody's story, right? No. So mm-hmm. like, you can be a lawyer, you know, and still have a purpose in God for what he wants you to do. Um, it's just really about how you show up to your job every day with the mm-hmm. message that you're giving. Because I think the overall purpose... Um, and we've talked about this before, for followers of God, is for us to be messengers of his word so that we can expand the kingdom. So no matter what you're doing, 
you know, we all have a purpose and a duty to do that, you know, in that environment. So, yeah. All this talk of purpose reminds me of Jeremiah. God called Jeremiah at a very young age to be a witness and tell other people about um, God and spread the the knowledge of God, and he did just that. He was very young, and that, that made me think about you, <laughs> Hope, um, when you were speaking, but he did do that. And just to piggyback off uh, what Kendall and just said, God does have purpose for all of us. Um, he's equipped us, each of us, with everything we need to uh, carry out his purpose, and he's with us every step of the way. I think that's, like, a great word. Like, we should all remember that when we're feeling weary or um, just not understanding where he has us at, at that particular point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're doing a Bible study right now called Discerning the Voice of God by Priscilla Shire. And um, her first lesson is that in that uh, Bible study is that obedience is the first step to that. Mm-hmm. And a big part of obedience is giving an immediate yes to God. And so in your book, Kim, um, I made note that you said uh, that you made a conscious effort to seek and pursue God like never before. And that reminds me of that immediate yes, like whatever you say, okay, I'm going to do it. So can you break down like some of the things, like practical things you did, you know, to do that? Absolutely. The first thing that I did was... um, I, was, I felt like I was alone, right? So yeah. there was a lot of quiet time, but there were just some things that I used to do that I just wasn't willing to do anymore. No more going to the cigar bar, yeah. right? No more um, drinking, no more doing anything to the best of my ability that didn't please God. I just wasn't willing to do it. I wasn't willing to watch. I gave up watching TV three months, and so it was a lot of worship, a lot of worship, lots of prayer. Um, I listened to... Um, encouraging words, messages, like my pastor would come on Periscope, 9 o'clock in the morning, I would listen to that. Um, Those type of things where I'm being built up and God is being, um, he's edified, you know, and um, what's some of the other things I did? So mostly that I stayed in church, (laughs) you know, making sure that my spirit man is fed. My pastor says all the time that the man that you feed the most is the one that's going to grow. And so there was you know, plenty of time, but not like religious. I was gone because I needed something. It wasn't because I needed the praise team to pump me up. No, (laughs) I have my relationship and I know how to get in to the presence of God. So really just changing my mind, changing my desire. God, what is it that you want me to do? Uh, What is your will? That's what I want for me. So uh, changing my mind and surrender of my will for his. And uh, that's difficult, but when you are desperate, you do what you have to do. Um, to see something different, you know, you have to do something you've never done to get something that you've never had, and that's where I was. Yeah, I think that just makes things so much clearer when you see God and focus on God. And to some people, that can sound like so extreme. Oh, you stop watching TV, stop doing this stuff. But I know for me, like, so Marvin Sapp, his album Thirsty, I listened to it for like seven months straight. Okay, mm-hmm. like that's all I listened to, and I was like a Lil Wayne, like. Fanatic, okay? <laughs> like, y'all was not playing with me and Lil Wayne. But I just realized that, you know, I, first of all, girl, you got to cleanse your spirit because you're not even a thug in real life. So <laughs> you, should, you should probably stop, right? But I'm telling you, when you change your appetite, right. just the things that grow in your spirit yes. are so different. And we were talking about, Brandon and I were talking about this on the way up here. Like, sometimes you can be in your purpose but stunt your growth Mm -hmm. because you have all this foolishness around you. And so uh, we were just talking about, like, 
how uh, starting off in Brandy's career, like, you know, six, five, six years later, she's such a different person in such a different place. And a lot of that has to do with how you've grown as a person. Right. Yeah. yeah. What advice would you give to uh, a babe in, in this purpose walk? Like, what would you tell them to do? Um, so they won't be so overwhelmed because this is a lot of stuff we're talking about doing like surrendering and being obedient and, right you know someone that is new to maybe this is their first time at a vision board party or really taking purpose serious what advice would all, all three of you guys what would you give them so if I were speaking well I'm speaking to you all <laughs> um, I would really say sit down and visualize what you want for your life. What do you want to see yourself doing this year? Sit down and don't take it lightly. Really sit down and think about the desires that you once had and maybe you lost that desire because maybe life happened. So sit down, get clear on what you want to do for the year and be in prayer about it. Prayer doesn't have to, you don't have to be on your knees and, you know, but just conversation with God. You're just talking. The same way that I'm talking to you is the same way that you can talk to God. Um, because, like I said, your life is not your own. So ask him, okay, God, is this what you want me to do? And if you listen, and sometimes you have to get rid of foolish people. Mm -hmm. Everyone that is in your life is not, they're not good for you sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you have to disconnect. Mm -hmm. You really have to get in a quiet place and disconnect from foolishness mm -hmm. and everything that's going to cause you to be distracted. Um, and then... Get around people who are doing, who are in faith, mm -hmm. um, who they don't know everything, but they're close. They have a relationship with God, and they can show you, okay, this is how you pray, or um, not necessarily a step-by-step, -step, but this is how you stay in relationship with God. So make those connections. And once you start growing, you'll see, you'll start changing. Your yeah. circle will mm -hmm. definitely change. And a lot of times, you won't have to cut anybody off. They will cut you off. Yep. Yep. So, your <laughs> um, circle will begin to change, and your, your mannerisms, your appetite will begin to change. Mm -hmm. So, you'll no longer crave those sinful things or whatever those things were that caused you to fall. They'll begin to drop off. And then before you know it, you're growing, you've been reading, you know, your word, you're strong in your word, and then before you know it, you will be, I believe, um, operating or walking in your purpose. Yeah. She just, like, went over everything. So, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, we, like, no. I wanted to say that. <laughs> I, I definitely, the other, yeah. the other side of that, too, um, like, so in 2016, I went to a vision board party, and I wrote God and Lemonade on top of uh, the vision board, so I looked at it every day. And I called up Brandy, and I was like, okay, so I have this idea. And she was like, I'm on board. It took us now a real long time to record the first episode because we're just so nervous about it. Because sometimes, you know, long story short, I was walking the lake um, exercise, and I was listening to a podcast, and it's like a real ratchet podcast. And so I was like, you know what, Laura? Like, I really want to be a part of a conversation that I would want to be a part of, mm -hmm. like something that could feed my soul. And just right there walking the lake, God was like, yeah, so you started. And I was like, do what now? Like, right. like me? Like, me started? I don't think so. But uh, it just wouldn't get out of my head. So I put it on my vision board, and we sat on it for a very, a very long time. And it's, it hasn't been an easy journey just because when God gives you purpose, it's so much bigger than what you can see. Like, I was so nervous, y'all. Like, when I had to create the Instagram page for God and Lemonade, I was just like, 
now I have to go reach out to people to follow us who don't know me. They're going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, the enemy would try to keep you yep. from your purpose. That's right. yeah. And that was the first time that I had ever felt, because I'm pretty fearless, I think. And I that was the first time, like, I mean, people I didn't know, like, they came and see me. All I had to do was go request, you know, and I was so nervous. Um, and I was like, this is nothing but the devil. I'm going to do it anyway, <laughs> you know. And a year later, we're still standing, and it's not, like, the easiest walk, but it's so worth it because God told us to do it. Yeah. And I think even outside of that, like, just knowing um, – what excites you? What gets your, your blood boiling, you know? So I went to school for business, um, but then somehow I ended up as a high school counselor. So, you know, that's another one of those purpose things, you know? So yes. even in that, yeah. it's just like, what does God, what is God telling you to do in that atmosphere? Right. So it's such a breath of fresh air when you find your purpose, but it's definitely a journey yeah. to yeah. get there. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I made a video about it on YouTube. That's another thing. But um, <laughs> being intentional is one yes, of the biggest oh, yeah. things. That was my word for this year, intentional, which I need to add to my board. But, um, you know, we're saying all of these things, and it's easy to, to say some, that we're going to do something, but to have the actual intention to do it and stick with it is, is the main thing. And, you know, we all fall short. Yeah. But just like we said, oh, you don't have to start on January. Tomorrow's a new day. You know, That's 8 true. o'clock is a new time. You yeah. know, it's all, it's okay that we fall short, but just to have that intention, to be intentional about every single thing that you desire, everything that, that God has told you to do, all, you know, your vision, your goals, your dreams, to have the intention to do it and not just say it and sit on it. You know, like you're saying, y'all sat on it for a while. Yeah, and there's yeah. things that I sat on for a while that I desired in my heart, but you, but the, that fear gets in, into you. Yeah. And we're not even given the spirit of fear. Come on. You know, definitely. and we have to realize that, you know, when, when God gives us something, whether it's a blog, a podcast, a, you know, applying for a new position at a job, whatever it is, that we have to just go for it. You know, because if, if he told me to do it, it's done. It's already done. Right. You know, and so that was my main thing this year. I had so many ideas and things that I wanted to do. And I'm like, I'm going to be intentional about doing them, but also pace myself. Because <laughs> it's so easy to be like, okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z, yeah. and I got to do it right now. Yeah. You yes. know? And with God's purpose, his timing is not our timing. We're not on his clock. Yeah, yeah. And we have to realize that sometimes it, he can give you something. He can give you a vision, a dream, a piece of something. But it doesn't mean that it's going to manifest right, right. now. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's one thing I had to realize. It's like, I'll take something and I'll run with it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, that, no, that's for next year, you know. <laughs> so we have to just, being intentional and just facing ourselves and believing that, you know, God's going to take you where he needs you to be in his own timing. You know, yeah. and not everything's going to work out exactly then. Well, he showed me this job in my dream, so <laughs> I got it right, you know, and it might, it might be years, yeah. you know. And one thing for me... Um, I remember I worked in a corporate role since as soon as I got out of high school. And I recently left my job in October. And so it was never my desire to be self-employed or be an entrepreneur or nothing like that. I always, I was the type of person I wanted to climb the corporate ladder and, you know, have those high positions. And it never worked out. I remember applying for the same job and interviewing for the same job four times. Mm -hmm. And I was the most qualified because I've been there the longest. And I was, and I, I I got that no. And so it just happened, certain things happened in my path that ended me up where I am now. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. funny, I was just, I was, somebody just told me this person that I work with right next to got the job <laughs> last week. So it's like, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah. And, and, and our purpose is, is, it's not, it can be something that we, we could never even fathom. That's right. Because I never thought 
Mm-hmm. Like in a million years, I'd be the one, the carpool mom, stay at home mom, you know, just, you know, with my own schedule, blogging and stuff like that. Like I never thought I'd be doing that. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd be working at this nine to five for who knows how long, being mm-hmm. miserable, you know. So, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> Some people run from their purpose because they don't even realize that is their purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's not like everybody's running, they just don't realize. Mm-hmm. So that's the big thing in his life for me. I'm probably the oldest person here, I'm 52, yo. Yeah. And so I, right now today, am just not discovering myself because I gave of myself to everybody. So then I start thinking, well, maybe my purpose is to be a giver mm-hmm. because I had a friend and I'm partial to older people. So my best friend ended up being my elementary school teacher. She was 82 years old. She had a stroke, and her daughter moved to Atlanta. And I went back and forth to Atlanta on the Megabus. I would leave on a Friday, and I'll be back in time for work Monday morning. So I figured, well, maybe my calling is to be like a caregiver for somebody else. I just recently lost my nephew, my first nephew. I used to keep him. I raised him while his mom went to school and did what she had to do because um, it was nine of us. My dad died when I was three, so my mom worked two jobs. So his mom ended up being the caregiver of us. So in return, I became his caregiver. So it's like all my life I sit and I look and I'm like, God, what am I supposed to do? And I even tell my kids, what am I supposed to be doing? Where every time I turn around, I'm taking care of somebody or something. I'm encouraging somebody or standing for somebody else, feeling their pain but being strong for them on the same sense. So everybody don't know their purpose. So I'm standing here telling y'all this today, and I'm realizing, wait a minute, maybe that is my purpose. (laughs) Thank y'all. supernatural and so big and sometimes it's so small it's in the things that we overlook that we do every day that it's like that's what you're supposed to be doing so grow in that area so that was good thank you don't overlook the small looking for the big yeah Yeah. (laughs) anybody else come up for us (laughs) so i've been getting like so many different confirmations like from prophets and everything and i'm a person like Aaron, who's shy, but I have a story like you, and I connect with all of y'all up here, and it's time to, like, step out, so everything that each one of you have said tonight has resounded with me, and it's like, I can't hide no more, so I do appreciate you guys. I'm going to connect with y'all and see what God has inside of me, and I'm going to connect with you for sure. (laughs) 
I want to say one thing. One thing we didn't mention is that when God gives us a vision, I think me and Aaron spoke about this before, that when God gives us a vision, he may not make it make other people understand it. And so there are a lot of times where I said something to somebody or I told people about an idea and they were like, Ugh, I don't know, like you're not going to get that done. And lo and behold, I birthed this idea. So you really have to be careful with who you share your ideas with. Um, because you can kill something before you even birth it. And so you have to learn how to discern people's spirits and understand who you can actually share your ideas with because everybody don't want to see you win because they haven't found their purpose. They are not going to be encouraging to help you find yours. So you have to learn that even they could be family members. They could be friends, you know, because some people get stuck. Some people get stuck doing something they don't like, doing something they have to do just to get, get by you know and so when they see you stepping out and they see you finding your purpose and actually stepping in it and what God called you, called you to do then there can be something where well you know I don't see how you're going to get that done that's because they never seen it done before and so when they see you doing it they're like oh wow you know so just understand that God doesn't give his vision to everybody you know so I just want to say that On that that particular topic, um, I've been in several situations where, you know, you walk, say you start start business at the same time with your best friend or somebody you're real close with. Y'all going to events together or whatever, whatever. It doesn't have to be business. And it gets to a point where, and because God has a purpose for each and every one of us, you know, you go your separate ways. You might be excelling in your in your area of work, and this person is not. Y'all could both be making T-shirts or both be authors or whatever it is but one person is doing better than the other in their eyes. And, and you know, um, I've dealt with those situations in the past and it hurt, you know, because it's like, well, this is my best friend or this is my so-and-so, you know? And you have to realize that where God is taking you, you're going on that path by yourself, you know? And, and I always say, you know, you can't save everybody as far as saving their souls, Sa just period. You, you can't take everybody where God has you going, you know? That path is, is, is going to be a lonely path. But at the same time, he's going to replace those people with people that are, are going to be in, along that path. It's just like I was thinking about the metaphor. Um, say you're, you're on a, um, taking a bus, you know, and you have stops on the bus. You're going to have that person that, that was at the bus stop with you, you know, and they took that, that bus ride until the next base, until the next stop. They get off the stop. That's, that was all they, that you needed from them right there. You know, then you have another person who gets on the bus. And y'all taking two or three buses together, transferring everything. Mm -hmm. And they, they get to their destination. You know what I'm saying? And you end up at your destination by yourself. Yeah. And that's just how it is with life. And that's what I've learned. You know, he's going to put people in your life for a purpose and then take them away and then replace them with something else, you know. And so one thing, um, I'm almost done. Look. <laughs> look, I, to, look, look, wait, to, to say that I'm introverted. But when I, yeah, but when it, when it comes to this topic, like, I just, like, yeah, it's just nothing but, but like, something I want y'all to, to, something I had to do for myself, and it was hard, is say the prayer, and I had to say it, to remove anybody in my life who is not for me and who is not of you. And that was one of the hardest prayers to pray. And the day that I, that I said this prayer, I still remember this day, two hours later, I got a long text message from someone very close to me, just like tearing me up, up and down, 
And I, at that point, I was at a high point in my life, you know. And, I mean, you need to do this. You need to do that. And you think you all this. And I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. Where is this coming from? Crazy. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. And from then on, this person and that person or, or, you know, we distant for whatever reason. This person just stopped talking to me. And I'm like, what is this? And I'm emotional. And I'm like, these people, you know, I had a place for them in my heart, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I said this prayer. You know, and and what do they say? You got to prepare for what you pray for, you know, and I wasn't ready. (laughs) And just after that, he started to slowly place people in my life that were like spirited, like minded, who lifted me up. You know, we became, um, you know, partners. You know, we became, what's the word? What's the word? I don't know. Like. Yeah, there we go. Accountability yeah. partners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we just flowed, you know, and then and it's like and we went through all, a lot of the same situations and just related and had that same passion and desire for God's word and that relationship with him. And it's like, where did you come from? You know, right. <laughs> like, you know, that's nothing but God. He takes people out of your life for a purpose. Yeah. You know, so that's I'm it. done. And I say this too to add on to um hope what she was saying about well, kind of what everybody was saying about people who won't support your vision and, you know, how to see that. I think the best way that you know to cut people off is by knowing God's word. Because once you know his word, you can recognize him in people very quickly. And so if some, if you have a, a great vision, you share it with somebody and they hit you with something, if you know God's word, their negativity cannot affect you because God already said it. And so I think that's the big thing is, Making sure you spend time in his word. Yeah. Making sure you spend quiet time with him. Because all the confirmation you need is going to come from him. So although Brandy is one of my very best friends, she can like it or she can hate it. It doesn't matter. Um, I appreciate her loving it, but she doesn't have to. Because like Aaron said, this is a me and God thing, you know? Does anybody else have another question? To piggyback off of what Aaron said, um, for where God is taking you, you're going to feel alone. It's mm-hmm. Everyone can't go. Prime example. Um, I had two young ladies who were supposed to come with me tonight, right? Oh. Uh, one was sick, bronchitis. The other had a family issue. And I was getting prepared. I was like, yeah, this is going to be good. And then she hit me with that high track, that text. I was like, wait, you can't make it, so I got to go by myself? And I got sad for a second, but then God was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll never leave you nor forsake okay, you. I'm right, always amen. with you. So where you're going, you're not by yourself. And when you get there, I'm going to allow you to connect with somebody. It don't have to be a whole lot of people, but I'm going to allow you to connect with one person. And you're going to know that I am with you. So I cried. I ain't going to lie. I was on the phone with my friend, and I just got overwhelmed, and I started crying. I was like, this is so ridiculous. (laughs) So I pulled myself together, laughed it off. And, you know, but even in those moments, just being honest with yourself, Lord, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where you're taking me, but I know that you're going to take me where I need to be. And you're going to allow me to connect with the people that I need to be connected with. So pray for divine connections. Pray for discernment that you can discern everyone in your circle, Mm -hmm. that you are aware who is around you. Because everybody's not for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, like you said, be prepared for what he reveals to you when yeah. you pray that prayer. Because a lot of times, it's the ones that are closest to you. I know that, too. And you're like, I could have never thought. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. All right. We got a comment.
comment. But we just have to definitely remember that those people who aren't for you are necessary because we have to think about it with with Judas and Jesus. He was necessary. Like it was meant for him to betray him. It was meant for him not to be with him. It was meant it was meant for all of that. So sometimes people you know, he's like, well, why, why would you do this? Why would you, you know, um, betray me like this? Why would you talk about me? Or why would you, because you were supposed to. And that's what you, you, you were here to do that. And guess what? You were my footstool. So now you're about to elevate me. So thank you. I appreciate you. I'm going to see, I'm going to see you on the other side. But, you know, you, you did what you were supposed to do. Now that, that is a word right yes. there because I think when we have trials in our life in general, mm-hmm. we're just like, oh, woe is me. Why God? Why did you do it? But you don't know that that shaped you into this diamond that you are today. You know, so my thing was relationships, child. No people can hold <laughs> we don't you have back. Time, yeah. girl, but I was a hot mess. And, you know, at this point, I have been purged and cleansed. <laughs> but what I will say, if I hadn't gone through all of that uh, craziness before, I wouldn't be in a season of preparation to be a better wife eventually and a better mother eventually and all those things. So, yes. you know, although I hated all of them before, you know what, thank you. Because <laughs> 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 it me to take a look at myself in the mirror and say, girl, get yourself together. Remember who your father is, you know? So, yeah. Any other question or comment? All right. Well, this has been, like, so awesome. We're going to need a part two. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Three and four. Four, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my website is www.hopeinher.com. Also, you can find me on Instagram at hopeinher.com. No, hopeinher, just hopeinher. And Twitter, hope underscore in underscore her. And on Facebook, hopeinher. All of them, hopeinher. <laughs> okay, so my website is favoredfroze.com. And froze is spelled F-R-E-A-U-X-S, like we spell go down here. Um, I'm also on pretty much everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, as Favorite Froze. Um, I'm more on Instagram than anything, so just like, that's it. Oh, this is Kimberly Sproul. Uh, my website is www.gracedforpurpose.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-D, for purpose.com. I'm also on Facebook at Kimberly Sproul and at Grace for Purpose and Instagram. I'm trying to build that up. Um, and I believe that's uh, Grace for Purpose. Five. Five. <laughs> the number of Grace. Grace for Purpose, five. Okay. And let me just say, I read this book and, honey, yes, like, y'all need to get this. Your story is so amazing. Like, wow, girl. I can imagine. Wow. Glory <laughs> to God. So, yes. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. You got something to say, Bree? So I was going to close it out with a final thought. All right, so um, according to the Mayo Clinic, the chemicals in the human body are worth $4.50. Thank God that in his eyes we're worth way more than that. God values us and creates us with a purpose in mind and begin even, that began even before we were conceived. God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29. And 11. Um, we were excited to be at this event with these ladies. Mm-hmm. And remember, guys, God is in the details. <laughs> <laughs>